0: The Volume. Moneyline Monaco is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required, with a free entry to an NBA contest. Plus, for those who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play on FanDuel? FanDuel Fantasy is an easy-to-use app. Different and unique contests across sports in relation to your skill level, compete for top cash payouts, and compete against your friends in head-to-head matchups. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, No deposit required with a free entry to an NBA contest and FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd to sign up today. That is FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd so they know we sent you. FanDuel, more ways to win. Let's go! So, you're a sports fan. That's why you're listening, baby! But if you're considering getting in on the fun of sports gambling, I want to let you know about a great resource, the Action Network. And I'm all over it, like Revis Island! I'm literally 196 And 145, I'm batting 57% over 300 bets on this app. I have nothing but great things to say about it. The Action Network is where fans go when they're ready to bet smarter and turn a profit betting on sports. In fact, their free Action Network app was recently named the best app in sports betting. With the Action app, you can see the latest picks and articles from Action Network gambling experts, as well as personalities like Colin Cowherd, compare odds from different sportsbooks, and track every bet you make so you always know how your picks are doing. So, if the game means more to you, download the free Action Network app and start betting smarter. And feel free to hit me up because I'll go toe-to-toe with you, baby, any day, any moment, on any sport. Let's go! Back, 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 back on another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. All kinds of jacked up on a Monday. Coming off a weekend of NBA playoffs, we are in playoff mode. The fro is getting trimmed. We're going to button ourselves up like we're going to the Dumb and Dumber Ball, baby. There's no time to mess around. It's get the wins, the picks, right, or go the heck home Locked in on a Monday, coming off another phenomenal week, winning week. We are up on the month by 10 units and more. I'm talking about well over 57% across six sports. We are gallivanting, baby. But as a wise man once said, it's all about what you do next. It's a Monday slate. I got one lock for you and a Tuesday parlay with a prop bet that I cannot take my eyes off of. We have to. To go clean sweep. I'm dialing in. A little bit of emotion. A lot of math. Let's get to it right now. And again, Picks on Action Network. Follow me. We're up to 1,000 followers. Appreciate you tailing or fading. And again, if you have been fading, you're down. If you've been tailing, you're up a tickle. How do you like it? And I will be live streaming again on the Volume Sports YouTube channel. It is going to be an absolute ball this week. I can't even be to tell you how fun it's gonna be don't call it a baseball doubleheader on Wednesday just make sure to tune in follow me on Moneyline Monaco Instagram or Alex Monaco for all of the updates on the live stream shout out to the homie Martin Weiss by the way of the FanDuel Sportsbook family and a part of the Rob Parker Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast for joining me on the Lakers game that gave us an unbelievable ending it was LeBron 3 and Curry's Jugular, bye-bye Warriors, Grizzlies get the dub over the weekend, and hey, we're moving on, let's get to it, lock of the day, you already know what the Drake motto is in the NFL, defense wins championships, give me the under, we're going scuba Steve, plug your nose, deep dive, the Miami Heat. Game two, on the road at the Bucks. We're staring at a FanDuel Sportsbook 221.5. And ladies and gentlemen, with the overtime in game one, it only got to 216. And that is a Chris Malcolm in the Middleton game winner. Put some Birdman respect with a K on my name. That's a K for strikeout. Unbelievable back and forth game. Part of me wanted the Heat plus 4.5 in game two. We know how Spolstra dances, but I'm going to go off of what I saw. Let's just break down the tape, shall we? I'm going to take the fifth best defense in the association, the Miami D, and their 25th best offense in the league, and I'm going to bank on more Spolstra adjustments. This was a 109-107 game. The fourth quarter, end of the game, legs are tired, defense is Larry Locked. Only 40 points total. 40 points total. What is this, 1999 real old school Eastern Conference defense? 18 points only in the overtime. That is a 58-point Ending to the game in 17 minutes, that should scare you if you think you like the over. And I'm telling you right now, we know how the Greek freak does against Miami. We know how Spolstra gets down in the regular season and mediocre at best. 16.7 points more importantly on less than 48% shooting through three meetings against this Miami Heat squad. Most recently going 6 for 12, 15 points. Oh my goodness gracious. And yes, that was all regular season numbers. Giannis came back, had himself a pretty good game, if I don't say so myself. 26 points, but hey, 10 of 27 shooting and Miami is on fire lately. The under, the under in the last 15 Heat games. 11 and 4. 11 and 4. Check out more NBA betting trends on team rankings or do I dare say covers. The Heat on fire. 6 and 1 against the spread in their last six, 11, 4 and 1 in their last 16. And know this. Middleton gave you 27. Drew Holiday gave you 20. And they still only achieved 109 points. We're talking about the number one offense in the association on the year. And they only shot 43.8% on the game in game one. And the Heat shot a mediocre 36.4%. Four? And listen, they had 23 pointers. The Heat did to 20 for 50. And they only put up 107. Is Drogic gonna give you gray hair play at the Y? The guy seems like he's done till he puts up 25 off the bench. Is he gonna do it again? He can't do it again. Duncan Robinson, 24 points, And look, I know if you remember the bubble ball. This is what the Heat did. It was next man up, next guy to dance. But I think Budenhoser has a decent defensive game plan as well. And there was only four of eight quarters, not including overtime, of course, where they got to over 25 points. And only one quarter, one quarter and one team did they get over 30. One quarter. We are talking about A 221.5 game two over under and 109 plus 107 is 216 and that includes an extra five minutes of playoff overtime basketball. No bucks in double figures off the bench. Portis with a measly eight. Forbes with five. No one to be found. P.J. Tucker scoreless. The homie Pat with a bucket. DiVincenzo with three points. Brooke Lopez gave you 18. Look, you have to feel great about this. The only way Miami knows how to win is team basketball and defense. And quite frankly, the way that they played, you have to watch with your eyes. Let me repeat again. 23 pointers? Is that a joke, people? Let's not outthink the room. Let's assume that the cappers are giving us Way too many points here. 221.5. It has to go scuba, Steve. Under. I don't see it any other way. I'm looking at all the numbers and then including the regular season 11 and 4. It's gone under for Miami in the last 15 games versus a team with a winning record. We know. We know that the Heat know how to shut down Giannis. You remember last year in the bubble, baby. I don't want to call him the Superman, Kryptonite, the Spolstra defense. But if we have a combination of Team Miami Heat D, a little bit of a drop-off in three-pointers. Duncan Robinson ain't going seven threes again. I'm sorry. Drogic, 25 off the bench. That is a Saturday morning, cul-de-sac, father-of-three type performance for the ages. Give me the under, 221.5. I saw what I saw. I'm not overthinking it. I'm going under, lock of the pot on a Monday, Monday night basketball. Let's keep it rocking. All right. I got myself a little degenerate parlay. We're going to have to meditate, inhale, and wait till Tuesday. Exhale. We got the Nets, the Clippers, minus 460 on the Brooklyn money line, minus 250 on the Clippers money line. It's minus 142 on a parlay on FanDuel. Let's get into it right now. I'm starting with the Nets briefly, second half. Balling out the ears. They outscored the Celtics by 16. Their big three all had over 20. You want to talk about the Good Burger secret sauce, baby? KD gives you 32 leads all scores. Irving gives you 29 against the X. And Harden gives you 21, 9 boards and 8 Danny Dimes. That is the recipe for the Brooklyn Nets and I got to be honest, look at the other side. Tatum held the 6 of 20 shooting. Smart was only 6 of 13. Kemba was trending on Twitter for all the wrong reasons. 15 points on 5 of 16. Evan, East Coast, Dr. Evil, 48, 3 of 10. This ain't going to cut it with no Jalen Brown. And this is all while Blake Griffin only had one point. Jeff Green only had three points. Sham it, the ex-Clipper didn't score. And Harris only gave you 10. I'm telling you right now. This Nets team knows what they're going against in the second half of the Eastern Conference playoff run. They got to make quick work of the Celtics. And if you thought for a second that the Celtics were going to win in the first half, just call it a little jitters. This Nets squad, their big three with Blake, they haven't even played together that much. So know this, the Nets are going to take care of home court. They're going to make quick work of Boston. Maybe the Celtics get one in Boston. They are outmatched, they are outworked, and the defense do not sleep on Claxton down low. I'm telling you right now, if Tatum goes 6 of 20 and Kemba goes 5 of 16, you can do all you can on the other side and it won't matter. I expect Kyrie, KD, and Harden to ball again. Do we have analytics? Don't worry about it, baby. The Nets dominated the season series against the Celtics. I feel very confident in the money line. Brooklyn protecting home court, getting the win. And when Kyrie scores over 20, the Nets at 34-18. and Let him eat. Let him go personal against the X. That's right. Boston missing Jalen Brown sorely on a low-key Tuesday and a first-round series at that. I got the Nets on the money line. Let's couple it with the Clippers. And I'm a trends guy going into this angle. I'm selling you on trends. Just listen to me. Just take a deep breath and listen to me. The Clippers only had three back-to-back losses all year, a 72 game season we're talking about a squad oh by the way awful loss 17 and 8 on the year they don't like to lose two times in a row and I'm gonna throw one more trend at you the 23 and 10 is a home favorite Dallas is only 7 and 8 as a road underdog and the things that I did like I gotta be honest Zingas held to just 14 points. Luka got you 31, but is hard away, is Timmy Jr. really going to give us over 20? Finney Smith is going to give us 18, and Brunson's going to give you 15 off the bench consistently? I don't see it. This is a team that prides themselves on their defense. Morris, oh, by the way, on the other side, will not go 0 for 6 from 3 and give you 4 points. Ibaka needs more than 12 minutes off the bench, and the Clippers, if we're just looking at the box score, had more steals, had more blocks, had less turnovers. The Mavs had six more threes, and that is your difference in the game because the reality is Kawhi and Paul George only given us three threes between the two of them. Don't get me started on playoff P. It ain't going to happen. Tyron Lue, 17-4 in the playoffs all time. He knows how to make adjustments whether you want to admit it or not. The Clippers' entire season and everything that they work for is coming down to this game too. I know Dallas matches up against them well. I know a lot of Sharps had them with the points. But I'm just looking at the trends. This is a squad that only lost, let me repeat it, three times back-to-back all year. And know that in February, off the back-to-back losses, they had won four in a row after that. They went 8-3 and three in March, right after the back-to-back losses. And the only other time they had it was against the Pelicans and the Suns on a back-to-back loss in April with no Kawhi. And prior to that, we're on an 11 11- One run. There's no freaking way that the Clippers are going to lose twice in a row. At home, protecting home court. I just feel too confident that this Clippers team knows how to make adjustments, knows how to play better team defense, and they will simply shoot better from beyond the arc. Morris gave you no threes. Paulie and Kawhi gave you three between the two of them. It ain't going to happen again, baby. Nets. Clippers. Money line Degenerate Parlay. I'm telling you, it's my degenerate special and it pays at minus 142 on FanDuel. That should be a gift from the Parlay gods. Let's keep it moving to the prop shop. And the prop shop, we're wrapping it up. Bookend, baby. I have no other way to look at this than go in on Kawhi Leonard giving us over 25.5 points on fan duel over 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 this man hit it by half a point in game one he had 26 points in game one nine of 22 shooting but only one of six from three but knows what he did against this mavericks team last year that is pretty much the same squad even though the clippers are much different he had a monster Space Jam 2 Monstar type series last year against the Mavericks in six games. He averaged 32.8. And I know what you may be saying if you want to go look it up. Only 20 and 22 against the Mavs this year. But in the playoffs, I don't want to call him the opposite, the Costanza opposite of what everybody thinks Paul George is. But no in Kawhi's last three. We're talking about LA, Toronto, San Antonio. This guy has average in the playoffs as a whole in the playoffs. 28, 30, and 27.7. Averaging 24.8 on the season. And we know Vegas has it capped right where they should have it. But the reality is... When Kawhi needs to step up and get into a different gear, he will. The Clippers are 26 and 6 when he gets over 30 plus points in his career as a clip show player. They have to rely on him. He has to be the leader of men. Get this is Sparta. Get Gerald Butler, 300. Get on your Game of Thrones, Kawhi. I'm telling you, the last meaningful game was against the Knicks. He had 29, and he had four threes on nine attempts. I don't see him going 1-6 from three. He went 1-6 from three people, and he still hit the player prop over. I have to say to myself, the Clippers have a bounce back. W and the Clippers have a bounce-back win and it's on the heels of Mr. SoCal, Mr. Kawhi Leonard. Boardman gets paid. Boardman gets buckets. It's Kawhi Leonard. Remember, remember. You're shy at 33 in six games against the Mavericks. They don't lose twice. They will go to their leader. Tyron Lue will make the adjustments. They will give Kawhi the rock. He will not shoot that poorly from three. We will cast this player prop. We will cast the parlay. And we will have some defense kicking it off to start the show and the week on a little Bucks heat under. That's it for me. Let's go three for three. I'm not messing around on a Monday, baby. I'm all jacked up. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you listening. If you throw me a five-star, let me know in the DMs. I'll shout you out personally. Thank you to every single one of you. Again. The man you're listening to is batting over 57% right now. We have no other way to go but off. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. You make sure to hug your mothers out there and enjoy your playoff week of basketball. That's it for me. I'm out. We'll see you on Wednesday.